0: Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast. This is Ethan Skolnick. Before we get to that episode, I want to tell you about betdsi.com. Here's the promo code that you got to write down it's 5101. That's F I V E 101. Go to betdsi.com. That's what I did last week when the Miami Dolphins were getting seven points from the Baltimore Ravens, and I won that bet in the first three minutes. So, Go to betdsi.com, 5101. You can bet on just about anything. Of course, you can bet on the NBA. Right now, the Heat there are at 43 and a half wins for the season. If you feel good about them, go over. That's also something that I'm going to do on the Miami Heat. You can also bet on the Florida Panthers and be perennially disappointed because you'll bet over like I did last year and then you'll be wrong about that. But you can also do in game betting that makes games a whole lot more fun. And when you live in a sports town like we do, where the Heat are really the only team that's compelling, yeah, if you want to watch the other sports, you probably should bet on them. It'll make your Saturdays and Sundays a whole lot more fun. So go to BetDSI.com, enter the promo code 5101. It's not just so we get credit for it. It's also so that you get a bonus, so your money goes further. So 5101, BetDSI.com. And now, today's episode.
1: Welcome to 5 on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney. A Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back here with Alf Sidney. Sydney. You can find him at Alf954. We're gonna do the second part of our free agency episodes because we've got training camp coming up here for the Miami Heat, but everybody's always looking ahead, and what happens with the current roster obviously affects what happens in the future. We did an episode, Alf, on the 2020 free agent class, and it shouldn't have taken us as long as it did. Because there's nothing in it. Danilo, we talked a lot about Danilo Gallinari. basically. Uh, they, right? I mean, I mean, and we talked a little about Anthony Davis. You know, we don't really think he's going to shake free. I saw that Clutch is getting involved in the NFL now. Like, I, I don't see that Anthony Davis is ultimately, with his agent being LeBron James's agent. You
1: want to know something funny? And I'm just going to cool. cut in real quick. Yep. Chris Maddox of Lights and Opinions, I tweeted this out today, has been trying to get us to talk about uh, rich Paul, the the player empowerment movement in the NBA transferring itself over to the NFL. What is that going to look like? He's been trying to talk about this for like a year now. And we just make fun of him every time and move on to another topic. And then today it comes out that rich balls is and is, is getting into the NFL. So I just wanted to make a, a an apology to Christopher Maddox at champion life on Twitter at champ I apologize you had a good topic and I've made fun of you for like 12 months straight on it. So I'm sorry. Just want to interject that in there. But I just thought that j- just cause you brought it up. I just, I just, I, I can't believe that he has been out in front of this for so long and we just completely ignored it because we'd rather make jokes.
0: Right. Well, we know he's the brains of the operation. So yes. 1, and, 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 right. And that now we've, we've, and that's why we're going to get him out involved in our heat coverage this year. Uh, because uh, we we need more intelligence out there with us, um, you know. It's just you and me. It's not going to work out very well. So yes, Rich Paul, <laughs> NFL. Rich Paul also Lakers. Basically running the Lakers at this point. Why would he leave the Lakers? If that's you know, why would Anthony Davis leave the Lakers? There's really nothing in the 2020 class. The 2021 class is a totally different story, and a lot of it depends on what happens with some star players in their current places and whether they decide to opt out. And so that depends on what the NBA landscape is at that point but let's before we get to the 2021 class let's just look at what the Miami heats cap sheet would look like as of now and it's only four players deep it's yep. Jimmy it's Jimmy Butler at 36 million dollars it's Justice Winslow at 13 it's Tyler Harrow at four and it's Casey Akpala at 1.8 and that's it that's all they have on the cap. They have, now they will have some dead money from Ryan Anderson. He's going to be dead a long time. 5.2 million dollars because they stretched him, and that was to get rid of the Tyler Johnson contract. But you're basically talking about 49, 54 million dollars that they've got tied up in Butler, Winslow, Harrow, and Akpala. You know, three of those guys, even at that stage, are still going to be, you know 27, you know 20 uh, what are we looking at That's 25, 21, 22 years old at that point. Um, and Jimmy Butler. So you see what the Heat have done. They've kind of positioned themselves for this 2021 year. And now let's look at some of the players that could be available. Top of the list in terms of what they're expected to make the previous year, Chris Paul, uh, Chris Paul, even if he's available, <laughs> will not be attractive at that point. Yeah, but he's attractive.
1: not even going to be available because he has a player option. Right. And, and he's, he's going to he's take that. Be 94 years old and he's going to take that 47 million last year guaranteed you can,
0: buy, you can buy his cane, maybe. Um, <laughs> what is that, he,
1: that's forty three million that last year, right?
0: Uh the last year, yeah. I'd have to look at what it is, but yeah, it's it's uh I think it comes out to something along those lines, yes. Um okay, now here's here's uh four others that may be more compelling, but I don't know whether they take player options or not. LeBron James, I don't think he's finishing his career in Miami. Kawhi Leonard, Blake Griffin, Paul George.
1: Now there's Kawhi there's a, is interesting. Kawhi is, is
0: interesting because now we've shown if Look, if you leave a championship team, you'll leave anywhere,
1: right? Yeah.
0: And so I, I don't think that there's any guarantee that he stays in L.A. other than the fact that he's from L.A. and people assume that he probably would. But I don't think there's any guarantee that he stays in Los Angeles. Uh, Blake Griffin could be gone by the time he may not be in Detroit anymore. I, I think, I mean, there's a lot of rumblings up there already. You don't know if him and Drummond are going to work long-term if they're not a playoff team this year, uh, which I, I always forget about them in the East, to be honest. So can,
1: can I stop you there? Because I asked this question on Twitter. Just uh, because, uh, randomly, because they had this, uh, this clip of Blake at the, was it the Alec Baldwin roast on Comedy Central? Mm-hmm. And he was hilarious. And I love Blake, Blake's personality. But just looking at that, and somebody said, oh, future Heedle. And I thought about it. Would he not be the perfect power forward for this team right now?
0: Oh, he would. The way he's the way he's grown. Uh, is healthy, but the way the way that he's grown – which is a huge
1: caveat, yeah.
0: But the way he's grown his perimeter game, he would be uh, because he's a different player. Even two years ago, when you looked at his dunk numbers compared to where they were before, they were cut like by two thirds. Like it's just not what he does anymore. Um, he's more of a. a Honestly, he's more of a modern four than he used to be. Now, the brittle thing is a big problem. He's not an elite defender.
1: and Not he, an elite defender, but you put him next to Bam. Yeah. Clean up a lot of his mistakes. Yes. Offensively, he can do everything Kelly Olenek does, just doesn't shoot the three as well. But I feel like that could be added to. I mean, he, he's, he started to stretch out there and I think he can become a better three-point shooter, and I think he can do everything that Kelly Olenek could do offensively, and I think he's probably a better defender than Kelly is. Maybe not a better system defender, but a one-on-one defender, I think he's better than Kelly is, and he's a better rebounder than Kelly.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not in the same class as Kelly as a player. I mean, I, I mean, obviously. I mean, he's, he's a far better player than Kelly, and, and you're right. I mean, he, his game is more modernized than it used to be. It's just with him, it's just – I don't know. Like, even when he puts up numbers, it doesn't seem like – any more the winning follows it's dysfunctional in Detroit they don't really have a true point guard I don't think and he's then, a great it, fit next to Drummond and on I mean, the Clippers
1: they just had they I mean they I don't know if it's a curse of Chris Paul or I don't know what it is I mean they were good teams he led to winning seasons he led to right. good to good records he's he's been a a positive for the Pistons um I just don't think he's ever been in the right situation I just look at him and I, I honestly, this is, and we're, you know, huge caveat. We don't know. And there's no rumors right. of Blake Griffin coming here, but I just look at him and I'm saying, okay, if he's going to an expiring next year, um, if the Pistons uh, start off poorly or even next year, I think, I mean, I really think that should be outside of Bradley Beal. I, th- I think he should be one of the Heat's top targets.
0: Yeah, no, he's a definite fit. I, I think he's a fit. And I, I do think, he would buy in here. I, you don't hear a lot of real negative things about him. I mean, I, I, and I, I like his, like I said, I like his personality, his public persona, his Twitter persona. I, the, I, I think, you know, the, again, the thing with Blake was he got kind of characterized as a one-trick pony. First he came in injured, right? And then he kind of got characterized as a one-trick pony. And then Chris Paul is tough to play with. And they kept, you know, him and DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul kept sort of bumping into the wall. And so – and then everybody kind of wanted to leave, and DeAndre almost did leave. And then it was clear that Blake and CP3 didn't get along, but CP3 doesn't seem to get along with anybody. So, I, I, I think that he's – I think he's – look, he's a Hall of Fame player. I saw our Duncan wrote this for Bleach Report. He's a Hall of Fame player who I don't think gets put in that space anymore where people talk about the top 15 to 20 guys in the league. Like, I don't think people talk about Blake. I, I think, you know, he's the kind of player that I could see the Heat having a lot of interest in because I – they would look at his game and say, okay, he's not what he was, but he's adjusted to the lack of athleticism. And we've seen, look, Dwayne did that other guys they've had have done that. It's one of the reasons I like Chris Paul because i mean, Chris Bosch as a, as a long-term option, because he didn't need that athleticism as he went deeper into his 30s. So, I think when you look at this list, he might be the most likely. I don't know, you know Kawhi; It's just hard to know. He's just He does things so differently than everybody else. Now, Paul George, I don't think, is ever leaving L.A. I think once he, he's the next guy on this list, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think once he got there, which is where he always wanted to be, I don't, right, I, I don't see him leaving. And I, I think that organization with the people they have in charge now is going to be stable enough. So if you look at that core, I, let's throw Chris Paul out of this, and let's throw LeBron out of it. I mean, I th- and then I think you throw Paul George out of it. It's really Kawhi or Blake, right, that may be the top target in 2021. And Kawhi wanted to play with Jimmy already, right? And I, and I think Blake's game fits with Jimmy. So I could see either of them. Now, you go down the list a little bit. Uh, we talked about Gordon Hayward a little. He must have that player option because we talked about him a little bit in 2021. I don't know what he's going to be three years down the road i will say this about him though if he he becomes an unrestricted free agent then you know that he'd had interest before um he plays the game with certain intelligence i just think when you look at gordon hayward you know paul george took two years to kind of get back to the level he was at and beyond by the time the 2021 comes around gordon hayward may be an all-star again you know it's possible
1: Remember, Gordon I, I, Hayward never played with it. Uh, elite athleticism. He's always he's always been a good athlete. Let's not do the white guy thing.
0: Yeah, right, right,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, he, yeah, I'm trying to game, be
0: careful of that too.
1: <laughs> right, his game wasn't uh, reliant on uh, on any kind of elite elite athleticism. He's always been a good defender, mm-hmm. strong guy. I mean, he came uh, out of college looking like a toothpick, and he did the JJ Redick thing, where all of a sudden mm-hmm. he put on bulk and actually w- with his speed. Has been able to stay in front of guys and is strong enough to uh, move people off their position. So he's a good defender. Um, he's never relied on a lot of, relied on a lot of athleticism. So once he gets healthy, he may prove to be a viable player again.
0: Yeah, no, and, and and healthy and beyond. Some guys end up because they train so much to get back from a traumatic injury. They end up better than they were before. You just don't know how it's going to play out. Paul George is better than he ever was yeah. after after that, but it took some time. And Hayward may get to that point also. Um, another guy on this list, Mike Conley. I just I love, I've always loved Mike Conley, but I think he's he's going to be too old at that point to be too attractive. Too at, I mean, at, I mean, as a starter, as a starter, he may be uh, like a really good. Uh, I may I may be an okay starter and a, and a good backup at that point. Uh, not at least lead athleticism there either.
1: Uh, I but I, 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 I think it's a smart uh, low to the floor player.
0: Right. But, but I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know where, you know, if justice is your point guard at that point, then Mike Conley, I've always thought they would fit really well together, but I don't know where Mike Conley's game is going to be. DeMar DeRozan, we've talked about him a lot in the last podcast, and he's got that player option coming into the 2021, into this, that season, 2021. I I, I don't want to go through the whole DeMar DeRozan thing again. He doesn't fit next to Jimmy Butler. I, I, he just doesn't. So if Jimmy's still here. I don't think it makes sense. Otto Porter. No. Uh, I just, I mean, he's as like a, a a role guy on a contending team. I can see it, but he got vastly overpaid for what he is. And I I don't think he's gonna get that kind of payday again. Uh, drew holiday has a player option that year. I love drew holiday. I love that guy. I do. And I think the heat would love drew holiday because he is like a heat culture player defends, picks up 94 feet, plays multiple positions, great attitude, but uh, you know, maybe. I, maybe if he doesn't take the player option that year, there might be somebody to look at. Rudy Gobert would be interesting for this team. Um, mm. his, his age does not – I mean, where's Bam at that stage? Is, if, if Bam Adebayo has developed a perimeter game where he's if, – if Bam Adebayo becomes more like Chris Bosh, who he's kind of modeling himself after right now and training with, then mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert becomes an interesting player. Like because it you, does, it,
1: but what Chris Bosh was never, um, never as effective next to a white side. right a stationary big. He, he that was mm-hmm. just Chris Bosh was better as a stretch five. Um, when it, when when you try to make him a stretch four, it, it he became less effective.
0: Yes, and the game has changed now where it's not as – yeah, the, the fours tend to be – I mean, there are more fours that are looking like Derrick Jones Jr. now that are just get up and down the floor. Fours.
1: Exactly. And then, like, look at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is uh, Defensive Player of the Year and gets schemed out of uh playoff series. Right,
0: right, and that's problematic. But, you know, again, 2021, you assume Pat's going to be here. Pat loves bigs. Rudy Gobert is a shop – Rudy Gobert is what they wanted Hassan Whiteside to be. He's a, he's a better situational defender, better attitude, still block shots. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and he made himself a player. I remember seeing Rudy Gobert in his first summer league, and he could not play at all. He could not get <laughs> up and down the floor. I saw him in Orlando, and I was like, and everybody's saying, this kid's got big-time potential. I'm like, how many years are you going to wait for this? It really only took like another year. And, and all of a sudden, he's an elite big in the league in terms of what he does interesting uh, he's also anthony, just
1: too emotional for me i like him but anyway
0: uh <laughs> an, 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 i don't know he's emo you're right uh anthony davis he does but but yeah nobody liked it when he was going at Whiteside. but now you look at it you're like okay who's the problem there uh anthony no, davis, i still don't like
1: it. i still don't like what did he cry because he didn't make an all-star game
0: yeah, he's emotional. Yeah, get him plays off he plays, like plays in Utah, he's french i mean what do you want okay <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis we're not we don't need to get into that uh because I, I just don't think it's happening uh Bradley Beal w- we've done whole podcasts on that uh, I mean the, o- the only question with Bradley Beal is you know when is he signing his heat extension uh, that's the way I look at that so <laughs> so I, we don't need this whole point to,
1: this is this could all be moot if well, Bradley Beal. It,
0: right it, it could be if Bradley Beal just does the right thing and just tweets out I'm coming to Miami and then make it happen.
1: Washington and
0: that, and this is all over like this. We don't need to talk about it. Also, we'll
1: probably have the John wall contract that'll just completely cripple our cap. So, <laughs> right.
0: Right. So none of this is going to matter. You're not going to watch Mike Conley or anybody else. Andre and, if you, Dr-
1: and if you bring in uh, Blake Griffin, you'll have to bring in Reggie Jackson, which is cripple your crap, cripple oh, your yeah. cap as well. So,
0: and he'll miss 45 games. Andre Drummond was next on this list. Um, I, I mean, God, I talk about summer league. He was the opposite. I saw Andre Drummond in his second summer league, and you know when players make the jump, I never saw a player make the jump like that. Like he was manhandling people, and he just hasn't really gotten a lot better. Like
1: he's, it's it, the game. He's a
0: stat compiler, but he doesn't a rebound compiler. Some blocks, mostly rebounds, but he doesn't. The game has
1: the game has changed yeah. right from under these guys' feet. Yeah, right? that's true. In the 90s, Hassan Whiteside, Andre Drummond, Rudy Gobert, uh, Joel Embiid would be the, the darlings of the league. It'd be Olajuwon, Shaq, David Robinson, Ewing. It'd be all the same thing. It's just, the, the league has just changed so much that it's just so easy to scheme these guys off the floor. Like, yeah. if you're, you're training twos for threes, like, it just it just doesn't add up. The math just doesn't add up. So you can scheme them off the floor in a playoff series. and. Uh, and Bede has kind of avoided that but the longer he plays with ben simmons it's going to be the same thing
0: yeah no no doubt no doubt all right and we're going to go through a couple more here and then there's a guy i have not mentioned yet everybody's probably screaming at the podcast why haven't you mentioned someone so let me introduce it after we go to a break but a couple more names on here and let's do these rapid fire would steven adams interest you no see i he would interest me more than drummond I I, just
1: because he knows his role.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's more of a complimentary guy. I I, I also think his, I, I, there's been improvements in his game every year. Uh, I like it. It all depends
1: on the price, right? It depends on the price. Drummond's going to be a max player. Uh, Steven Adams at that age might be a $12 million guy. So
0: they're actually, it's crazy. They're the same age. Um, Drummond and is, is, Drummond came in so early that you forget, but like he, I mean, cause he came in so young. Uh, we talked about Nick, Batum on last podcast, not doing that again, Victor Oladipo <laughs> would be interesting at that stage. Very. Is, is Indiana going to win? Right? Like, and, and what, what kind of shape does Victor come back in? But are they going to win? I, I, I think, Victor Oladipo has the Dwayne Wade, you know, seal of approval, and would look great next to Jimmy Butler. That's a name. If you don't get Bradley Beal, that's a name to watch. Um, yes. what, what, one more here: Lamarcus Aldridge will be 36 at that point, and and Pat will still be drooling over him. <laughs> I, 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 so could Lamarcus like come back like as a I don't know a bench guy uh, possibly, but I mean he's not going to get paid what he's getting paid there. But there's one more guy we want to get to. We're going to get to him right after the break. But first, I want to tell you about Magic City Casino and specifically the High. That's J-A-I, not H-I-G-H. It's J-A-I, and I -I. I checked it out a couple of weeks ago. It's a great party. They got lots of stuff going on there. Of course, they've got High Lie, which is sort of the quintessential Miami sport. Um, But also, you can get your beer, you can get your drinks, you can get your M&Ms, as I did, or whatever it is you want to do out there. Um, But it's a great time. We're going to try to get a watch party going out there. But, I mean, High Lie, if you haven't seen it, uh, I mean, obviously, not only can you watch it, but you can bet on it. And they've got some UM, some former UM players are out there actually playing, too. So it's Magic City Casino. Make sure that you check out the high. All right. Um, there's one name I haven't mentioned here. And the reason I didn't mention him was because I was kind of going through this list, and he doesn't make that much the year before. So this list that I was looking at was based on average ad- annual value. And you've got to go down a ways to get the honest. And yeah. he's the prize, right? I mean, he's the prize. Like, I mean, if you look at the rest of this, LeBron at that stage with how old he's going to be, I mean, he's still going to be playing at a high level, but he's not coming back to Miami. Chris Paul. We said, no, Blake Griffin's interesting. Kawhi is obviously interesting. Paul George, I don't think he's leaving LA. We talk about DeMar DeRozan, Mike Conley, a lot of players on this list. Bradley Beal could be here beforehand. Hopefully if not, you look at Victor Oladipo, but Giannis Adetokounmpo, uh, is probably going to best be the best player in the league at that point, if he's not now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's the, he's the reigning MVP. Do um, you see – it starts here. Do you see any scenario where a kid like that – and he's still a kid in a lot of ways – where a kid like that just gets tired of being in Milwaukee?
1: I can completely see it. Um, as he becomes – listen, he he was a star two years ago. He became a superstar last year, right? Um, and he's a, he's a really nice kid. He says all the right things, but how many of these guys have said the right things as they've come up. And then when it was time for that big payday, it was time for them to choose their own destiny, decided to go somewhere else, decided to kind of, not, whether it was chase rings, chase stardom, just chase better situations, chase, go to a franchise. that doesn't mind paying a luxury tax. I mean, how long can Milwaukee really keep this up? So, I know he says the right things right now, but what happens after another year or two in the limelight, going to the ESPYs and being fawned over, uh, to eventually you're starting to go to different award shows. Um, you're, you're hanging out in different circles. You're hanging out with the stars, celebrities, rappers, uh, actresses, all this stuff is going to happen for Giannis. It's ha- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
0: to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's
1: calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Happening as we speak. And at some point, you start looking around and start saying, maybe I'm too big for Milwaukee, right? And if he starts to feel like that, I mean, at some point, like he's going to start looking around and saying, where else can I go? Um, Especially if Milwaukee doesn't win, right? Yeah. It, that that's the whole thing like even and if if milwaukee just keeps probably what's worse worse than anything is just if milwaukee just keeps getting close and can't get over the hump he's gonna say it'll just never happen here
0: well isn't that what okay so there are really three examples that you can cite recently of players because i want to throw Kawhi out because that was kind of a strange circumstance
1: Kawhi is a weirdo Let's just he's, be honest with
0: you. He, he, he's a weirdo but there were there were four players that have come in Uh, and I'm going to throw Harden out because he was traded. There were four players who've who've come in and been drafted to essentially, you know, out of the way NBA markets. Okay. Uh, So LeBron, uh, Westbrook and Durant and, uh, and Giannis. Okay. Uh, And, and then also, like I said, Kawhi too. Okay. But his circumstances were, were strange because he left the organization. Nobody leaves, but, if you look at what happened when Durant and Westbrook, Westbrook stayed until there was nothing else left, right? Durant, only left not because he didn't like okc he built roots in okc he had, a, he had a restaurant that i used to go to down the street from the arena like he he spent a million dollars on tornado relief like he he implanted himself in that community and he was better there, off there because the way he's, this is his recent interview he's all over the place lately like he wants to be loved so badly it's it's out of control yeah, he's,
1: he's another weirdo
0: right but in a different way than Kwan, <laughs> right like he, he's more personable he's more normal in all the Typical ways, but he just has this insecurity. I don't even know. I don't. I I
1: There's a lot of normal. Like he's just he's insecure
0: for reasons that nobody really understands. Like he he just has this complex about about LeBron. I I'll tell this story real quick. I mean,
1: so on light skinned opinions, we'd call him Aki. He's Aki.
0: Yeah, no, I've
1: I've heard you say that.
0: Well, (laughs) uh, well, look, I I think that uh you know there was a situation I've told this before, but you know I right before the All Star break I had a couple minutes alone with LeBron um 2013 I believe and so um no I'm sorry 2014 it was actually because LeBron had won twice already and so I asked LeBron about the pressure being on him as opposed to Durant and he said people care more about me winning my third than they do about Kevin winning his first and he didn't mean that to be demeaning but he was talking about pressure at that point because Durant, at that stage, I think had played seven seasons and hadn't won. And remember when LeBron had played seven seasons in Cleveland and hadn't won, it was the end of the world. And that's when he came to Miami, in part because he was tired of hearing that. And that's when you're talking about Giannis, like, does he hit the wall like LeBron did, which is, I'm not going to win here. And with Giannis, there's less of a pull because it's not his hometown. He's Greek, okay? He's not – I mean, he's not milk from Milwaukee. And so – so I think, and but to tell this story, so I wrote up this little piece about LeBron and it kind of went viral. I uh, wrote this short piece on Bleacher Report and Durant saw it and then I asked him, I'm sorry I didn't ask him, but I think Ken Berger uh, asked him at the time about the piece and I was standing there and Durant like went on this riff about how he wasn't happy with it, okay? He just, he has an inferiority complex about LeBron uh, and, and and like Durant and LeBron's always poked him on it like to pull it, bring it out. So yes. So side note, Durant has some issues. Okay. Kawhi has different kinds of issues, although Kawhi ran the NBA this off season. So I think Kawhi may be playing everybody, honestly. Like if you look at what Kawhi has done, he's, you know, it's well worked out,
1: but Kawhi has zero insecurity though. That's no, he, not, no, he knows they who don't he don't have They don't have the same issues at all.
0: It, totally different. He knows who he is, right? It's just, it, Kawhi just doesn't conform to what we want him to be. But he is what he, But he knows who he is. Durant doesn't know who he is. It's if it, that's been apparent the past few years. And and if you talk to the guys who who've covered him, the Chris Hayneses of the world, they'll tell you that they like Kevin, but that he's he has you know he he, he gets poked, he get, yeah he gets poked out easily. So anyway, okay. So you look at the guys who got drafted into those situations. Kawhi left, but it wasn't because he wanted to leave San Antonio for a bigger market. It was more, although some of his guys in his camp did, it was really because he and Pop were not connecting anymore, and he was pissed at the training staff. All right, Durant left because he wanted wanted to get away from Westbrook, and he wanted to secure himself a definite championship for his legacy. Okay? Westbrook stayed. So most and, and LeBron left, but it was because of the reason that you're citing that he was beating his head against the wall and realized he couldn't get another star to come to Cleveland. And that's, whether it was Chris Bosh or even Amari Stoudemire, and that, to me, is where Giannis leaves. Yep. Because, because you talk about the winning. It's, it's not just the winning, but it's having somebody else to shoulder the burden. And cr- at some point, Chris Middleton is not going to be enough for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can keep doing what the Malcolm Brogdon's and the uh, Brooke Lopez's, and you can, you can keep doing what LeBron was doing, putting nice teams together, right? nice complementary players, but is there going to be an offseason where Paul George is going to say, I want to play in Milwaukee, right? No. Is there going to be a season where Ben Simmons as a free agent says – you know what I would like to do? I would like to go play in the frozen tundra of Milwaukee. Like, it's a winter league. And I remember Colin Cowherd used to say that, and I can't stand Colin, so it's hard for me to invoke his opinion anytime, any time. But it is a winter league. Like, they spend their seasons in the winter. Like, it's so – do you want to be in Milwaukee? Do you want to be in uh, Oklahoma City? Do you want to be in Cleveland? Like, do you want to be in these, like, these cold climates where there's nothing to do? So it's going to be very hard for for Giannis to go ahead and recruit people to Milwaukee. When they're big-time free agents, it's going to be really hard for them to, for him to get them there. Like, Kawhi had a, a situation in Toronto where he was traded there, and they already had another semi-star in Kyle Lowry, and it was probably – a there's a confluence of a lot of really – nice circumstances for toronto the 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 injuries to golden state they helped like let's not pretend they didn't and the east was you know a, a flawed sixers team and a flawed milwaukee team but going forward like what big time free agent is going to say yes i will come play with you in milwaukee it's not gonna it, i hope no it's it, no no, it no, no, no i don't it I, him, but it's not I, going to
0: i don't think it ever happens i think he the best he's going to do is draw from the Chris Middleton pool. Like, he'll replace Chris Middleton with another guy who's somewhere between 20 and 35 in the league. Like, it, you're not even going to get a Jimmy Butler there who's sort of in that 15 to 20 space. I, I just don't I don't think it happens. I, and I, you know, th- like you said, th- you have to have ownership that wants to go into luxury tax that always becomes an issue in markets like Milwaukee. And, and like you say, it's not, okay, it's cold, but it's not, sh- look, players haven't want to go to Chicago like they're not going to want to go to Milwaukee, right? It's, and it's Chicago's
1: I mean, it's, an awesome city.
0: Chicago's a great city, and no, no free agents. What's the last big premium free agent that went there? I mean, they tried to get everybody. They tried to get Carmelo. They tried to. I mean, they they couldn't get free agents there. People they don't want to play there. I mean, you know, Illinois tax situation plays into it a little bit too. But like Milwaukee, and and I like the city of Milwaukee. Like it is what it is. It's not it's not enormous. You know, kind of where the spots are to go. I had a good time in Milwaukee during the playoff series a few years ago. It didn't last very long, but I mean, it's, it's not, this isn't to, Milwaukee to me, I prefer Milwaukee over Cleveland any day of the week, Uh, but, but, but it's, but it's just not, yeah, it's not a draw. It's not a draw. But you look at
1: it, those, those teams with like Oklahoma city, Mm -hmm. when you, when you, when you draft the Kevin Durant, you have to draft really well why you why you're why you still stink right? right so and you're not exactly. going to stink that long i mean yeah, they, 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 you know, after james harden russell West, they did the draft and if you can't hit right? right it's like san antonio when they had david robinson and they had that one year where they tanked they yes. got Tim duncan and they started winning immediately like that's right. how you have to do it. if you don't do it but it's, be, late, like,
0: but it's too late, but it's too it's too late in Milwaukee. They're already winning. That's the problem. Exactly.
1: So now right. they're not going to get any. I mean, their draft picks are going to be in the high 20s, uh the high twenties every year. Yeah. So it's just like what happened in Cleveland. It's like what happened with Oklahoma City. Um, if you do not win immediately, right? So like it's just like the Heat when they drafted Dwayne Wade. They went out and got Shaq immediately and became contenders immediately. Right. Because if they didn't, and if it was because the, the Dwayne Wade, Karan Butler, Lamar Odom teams were never going to win a title. They were going to be fun, right? They were right. going to be Oklahoma City. And then the, the, the second Dwayne had a chance to get out of a losing situation, he would have got out of it. Right. So when you have these young players and, and you bring them in, you better win quickly. Otherwise, they're gone. They're going to be gone because you're going to get too good to, draft high, to, to get high draft picks. And you're just going to be middling forever, and these guys are there's too many people in their ear telling them that they can do better than this, and they're just not going to stay in that situation
0: Well, that's the other thing, so it's the people in their ear, and it's not just that they can do better it's that remember whenever you have a player of that caliber, the entourage moves with them and so and when that happens. Then it's like, dude we've gone every place we can go in Milwaukee. we know every person, particularly every woman there is to know I in Milwaukee slept with
1: every groupie in Milwaukee right
0: oh. i I mean I mean look fans don't think about this stuff, but trust me, I've been in enough NBA locker rooms this is what's discussed it's it, it, there's just nowhere else it's not like and again the Knicks have effed this up so badly that they just lost it to the nets, but like in New York like you're never going to meet every person in New York like yeah. you're never right you're 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 never I mean so you're never going to meet every person in Los Angeles or even San Francisco. Okay. So it's different. All right. But in Milwaukee, in these smaller cities, it's like, okay, I need to get out of this space. I need to go sort of experience something different. I also think that plays into this a little bit. Like, uh, you know, I think what the Greek population is in certain cities will matter. It's not particularly large down here, by the way. Um, But I think that, I think that, you know, that may be something that Giannis looks for as he goes forward. I mean, if look, I, I like him enormously. I remember his rookie year, I did a piece, I think, for Bleach Report, um, about players, uh, foreign players adjusting to the NBA. Just about not the off the court adjustments, not the on the court adjustments. And Giannis gave me 20 minutes. It was a great interview. And he talked about how he cried every night and tried. I mean, he's a genuine, genuine person. But. You know, as you get bigger and bigger, like you said, your entourages get bigger and they have different priorities than you and they might drag you somewhere else. And so as we close the podcast, in your view, is this what Pat Riley's sticking around is about? Because I think in some ways it is like Giannis would. So, you know, I think Giannis would be the crowning. He's the new LeBron.
1: Like, I don't I, I don't. I don't think the Jimmy Butler window is that is that big. So I don't see. I listen. But you're
0: not winning a championship with Jimmy Butler as your best player. You're interesting. You're competitive again. You're yeah, relevant but, but again. But you're not winning
1: think, a championship. I don't think you wait to 2021. I think something's going to happen before then. I, I. I well, if there, if something well you can, happen. Yeah, if but if you doesn't happen before 2021, it's because things went wrong. To me, if they go into 2021 with all that cap space, it's because things didn't go the way they wanted them to go.
0: But it's not a bad consolation prize if you think you can get in Giannis'
1: ear, and we know that teams do this. It's not. It's, that if, 2021 if, class is a great class to go into, but I think they want to they make that move for that second and maybe third superstar within the next year and a half.
0: Well, no, I think they do. And I think we talk about a Beeler and Oladipo or a Griffin, that one of those three guys might make sense. But I'm just saying that, look, we talk about Jimmy Butler window not being that big. It may be bigger for him as the second or third best player on the team. So if, if you're going to get Giannis and Jimmy becomes your number two, uh, then you're okay with that. Like I, I so I, 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 we talk about Jimmy Butler. I agree with you as your best player or as your co-number one, the window's not that big for Jimmy because he's played a ton of minutes and all the rest. But if you're going to get someone who is better than Jimmy now, Bradley Beal, we can argue about whether he's better than Jimmy. I think he's going to be better than Jimmy because he's younger than Jimmy. He's got time to grow into it. We saw it last year when he put up 25, five and five, but Giannis is better than Jimmy. Giannis is better than everybody right
1: now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Except maybe Kawhi and maybe a motivated LeBron, like, and maybe a D if he's told, but I mean, it's a, and maybe Steph, that's the list. I mean, it's those five, what? right? Because I'm not a Harden guy. I know other people will. Yeah, but, but, right, exactly. You
1: know, <laughs> right. you know how I feel about
0: Harden. Right. So, so I mean, we're talking about those five players, really. And, and so, and LeBron's aging and is missing time. I, I, I don't think, I think they have, the Heat always have, you know, Riley said it. You know, there's a plan and there's a plan after the plan and there's a plan after the plan. I think they've put themselves in a position now where they have multiple tracks, this is the way that they operate. So as long as they don't f it up this time, like they did with those stupid waiters and JJ contracts, like <laughs> as no, as, as long as they don't as long as they don't f it up, they don't as long as they don't get in their own way by panicking, it really either direction, I think, is potentially good for them. But Ethan, Even,
1: this is why I was so happy about them not going crazy after I'm in Westbrook. Russell, yeah, Russell,
0: I know, I I understand it. I understand it. You're right. I, I, well, I got a little caught up in it, and plus it's good for our network, and plus I knew what the Dolphins <laughs> were going to be. But but look, but but I just I, – there are two tracks, and there's, yes, you go get a Beal or a Griffin now, okay, or you wait it out and maybe you get Giannis. And I think either of those things could work out for them. And when you look at how clean the cap is in 2021, I just come back to this, and we'll close here. I just come back to this. Pat's not sticking around for his health at this point. Like, I, like this is, I mean, he, he's been obviously married for a very long time. He's talked for a very long time about him and Chris Riley taking off for France or going to Malibu or everything else. He has the organization set up where there's literally 15 people who can run it right now. Maybe not the same way as him, but the uh, same exact way, but there's like 15 people who can run it. Okay, his head coach has been there longer than anybody but Greg Popovich and by a few days over Rick Carlisle. Like, the, he doesn't need to be here anymore. There's something bigger that he's thinking about. It's not Jimmy Butler as his best player. It's not. It, that was a part of it, okay? And I don't even know if it's Jimmy Butler and Bradley Beal as his best players. There's something else. There is a LeBron in his head. And I think it's either Giannis or Kawhi. Maybe, uh, a, may, at maybe at AD, point. if yeah. he has inside information. I, that's it.
1: No, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi is such a wild card. A D um looks like he's where he wants to be. It would mm-hmm. have to be honest. But with the way Milwaukee's playing, that's a that's a two I mean that's two years away.
0: They're not winning and a championship, I don't
1: think. You almost have to hope that the Heat meet them in the playoffs and beat them <laughs> like, Right. Right. That that's what you'd have you'd have to hope for maybe a, a two three matchup or one four matchup. And hopefully,
0: well, ch- 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 chess not checkers here. What if yeah. you're thinking of it this way? You make a deal with Philadelphia, right? And you know, Philadelphia is going to stay the same or get better even while losing Jimmy Butler, you know it because, because you know that you're trading a player to them and Josh Richardson, who's a good fit for them. And you knew that the Horford deal was kind of on the table for them. Right? So, you know, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia is going to be good. Philadelphia likely is the only team in the East that can knock off Milwaukee. I don't see Boston doing it. So, yeah. it, so if, so if it's so, are you in part helping get Giannis the hell out of Milwaukee? If you're, if you're creating a situation where Philadelphia, because I think Josh is going to be really good there. You're creating a situation where Philadelphia has the right pieces to beat Milwaukee. I mean, I'm not saying Josh can defend Giannis, but he's one of bodies that you can throw at him. I I just, the, the heat, like I said, the heat have, like we've talked about the dolphins in the last podcast and the dolphins like their only plans are drastic because it's just like they throw up their hands and then they do something totally different, but the heat have several plans at the same time. It's how they've always operated. And so, and a lot of them, we didn't hear about them because they didn't end up the other team backed out. Okay. Right. I mean, like everybody's like, okay, he kept those teams together too long the late nineties team, but he had deals on the table, like PJ Brown for Lamar Odom. He had, I mean, Darius Miles, which wouldn't have worked out very well. But there were a lot of guys over the years. Okay, other moves. Two thousand, The year 2000, where he ended up with Eddie Jones, he was the third. He was the consolation prize after the consolation prize. It was supposed to be Tracy McGrady or or Grant Hill. Thank God it wasn't Grant Hill with the condition his ankle was in. You know, so I, you know, Jason Kidd, there was some conversation about at that time too. I just think uh, they have two tracks now, and I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis is track one. I don't have any inside information on that. I'm just basing that on the way that I think it's Giannis's track one, and if they don't think that there's a legitimate chance to get Giannis and something or a real strong chance and and something comes along like a Bradley Beal or a Blake Griffin that they can strike on now, I think they'll do it and say, okay, we don't know if it's going to happen with Giannis, this is too good an opportunity to pass up to try to be you know try to get to a finals again but i don't think pat's sticking around for bradley beal i don't I, I as much as i love bradley beal i think he's sticking around for another generational player another you know generational team everybody has barbecues together i guess we have gyros now instead of uh instead of uh you know what we were out Right, right, exactly. And Opa and all the rest of that. Right. So so yeah, we're gonna stop the podcast before we get in trouble. But yes, <laughs> I, I just I, I I just that's where I think we're maybe headed. I, I I'm not saying they're gonna get him, but you know, Pat doesn't dream small dreams. This is not, not this is this is not about being the third seed in the East. It's not. Like it's, it's not no reason for him to stick around for that.
1: This conversation and this is where we're in it, is why when you look at the teams in this town, Who has the brightest future? It's the Heat. Yes. Because they they are sitting in a position right now to be one of the best teams in their conference right now today, and they have so many avenues to not just become one of the best teams, to become a a title contender within the next two years. If everything goes wrong over the next two years, they they have two max contracts to play with, and nothing but young guys and Jimmy Butler on their team in 2021, so that's why the Heat are have the best future in this in this uh, in this town right now, and it's not even close.
0: Well, because and the other thing is, confidence gives you the best future. Oh yeah, and, and, and so you know, uh, Chris Greer can hoard his draft picks, and and good for him for acquiring them, but you got to know how to handle them. And we just saw in Boston. With the Celtics, what happens sometimes? Like You can have all the assets in the world, but unless you execute properly and strike at the right time, it doesn't mean anything. And I just trust the Heat to strike in a way with less than I do with the Dolphins with more. It's just that simple until I see otherwise from the Dolphins. So um, it's an interesting debate, but we'll have more of them. I, I think uh, you're going to enjoy our next couple weeks. We're going We're going to get into the five major issues leading up to training camp, the five major issues for the Heat, the things – that need to break right for the Heat to exceed expectations this year, for them to get over that sort of 43 wins and get closer to 50, where I think they have a chance, but they need five things to happen. So Alf and I are going to compile our lists, and we're going to do those five episodes. Make sure to check out our sponsors, Magic City Casino, The High, for sure. We're going to announce a watch party out there for Kane's Canes game. Hopefully they will have won by then. Uh, we're going to do one a little bit later this the season. Hopefully somebody in this town wins. And, uh, and also, obviously, check out BetDSI.com. Use the promo code 5101. Another of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. I can attest to this personally because they just threw out my traffic ticket for me. It was no problem. No points on the license. No other details that I had to deal with. You've got to check out the law firm of Seltzer Mayberg. You can find them at onecallegal.com. That's onecallegal.com or call one 5,000 law. 1855, 5000 law. They handle cases including, but not limited to, car accidents, slip and falls, and of course, traffic tickets. And they've got a new 15,000 square foot office, which we work out of at times as well, on I-95 in North Miami. They handle cases from all over the state. they got a special now. If you mention five reasons or five on the floor, they will take care of your traffic ticket for $49.95. Go check out that price somewhere else. You're not going to get it. Call now, 24-7 service, for a free consultation. That's one each Legal.com 855 5000 law Seltzer Mayberg.